welcome to this episode of the Breaking the Barrier podcast. I'm Andrew, and I am rolling solo today. <sighs> yeah, I tried that one out. I don't, I don't think I'm cool enough to say something like rolling solo. Anyway, uh, unfortunately, Zach's not with me today. Uh, I'm recording this a bit off the cuff. We we had a chat. We we had a few things that we wanted to talk about, but unfortunately, our schedules could not align this week. And you know, I have a pretty busy schedule coming up in the next couple weeks, so hopefully we're going to put some episodes out next week and the week after, but my parents get here tomorrow, so I'm very excited about that. Uh, so that's uh, kind of big news that we got going on. So I guess uh, I, I wanted to talk a little bit about, you know, just give an update on what Zach and I are doing at the moment. So, you know, I had a 5k time trial this morning went pretty well it's not a pr but it was certainly a pr for this training block so i ran it in about 2115 so that's about a uh, 650 mile so my first mile 646 my second and third mile 652 and the last tenth of a mile was about 638 pace so you know i was happy with that uh, considering the last 5k time trial i did on Strava said 21 and a half minutes, but I had paused my watch for a little while because I just couldn't keep up. And I was just, I, I kind of faded fast. So really that first time trial, the first time trial I had done in a long time was closer to 25 or 26 minutes. So I'm really happy with how I went. Uh, and then, yeah, next week we're going to start focusing and narrowing down the time to the Melbourne Marathon. So I got my 22-mile run next week, 35 kilometers, so that'll be the longest run that I do, and then we'll start decreasing. And Zach is taking a couple of days off of running. He he had some family over for his long run, so instead of going his long run, he had his family over, so um, he skipped his long run this past weekend, uh, which is fine. I said, look, <laughs> you just did a 34-kilometer run last week. I think it's okay if you skipped a bit of a workout, had a bit of a deload. Uh, unfortunately, he's had some hamstring issues pop up in the last couple of days, so he's going to take a little bit more time off, but hopefully he'll be back up and running sooner rather than later. I think he did say he was going to try to get out there um, today and see how he felt leading up to this week's long run. But yeah, I guess the, the moral of the story here, so... You know, I've had to move my schedule around a little bit, you know, in terms of my run. So that 5K time trial was in the middle of a 15-kilometer deload long run. So this is my deload week. So I did, you know, I did a two miles beforehand warm-up, did my 5K time trial, and then I treadmilled the rest of the four miles there, or six and a half kilometers, just because I had to get into work. So I took a little bit of a drive, and then I just completed the run. So, you know... Normally, this run would have been tomorrow, but my parents are getting here tomorrow. So tomorrow, instead of going for an extended run, I'll just go for a like an hour-long, easy run. Zach put his long run off because he had family or friends over. So, you know, Zach and I, we constantly talk about things like making sure that you have your priorities when it comes to training, making sure that you get the training done no matter what. But there are going to be times when you have to reschedule or rearrange your schedule, and that's totally okay. You can do that. You have to weigh out what exactly that means. Like, you don't want to change too many things, right? You you want to keep it as close as you can as, as, as long as possible. So, in other words, you don't want to miss out so many runs, on so many runs, that 
the week just becomes nothing unless there's, you know, unless there's an injury or something else that's coming into play. You rearrange what you have to still get your workouts done, but, you know, move along and, and plan for it. Don't let it sneak up on you. Make sure that you actually plan for what's going on. And in this way, when it does happen, you'll be you'll be prepared. So what I would challenge everybody to do is look at your weekly schedules in terms of running and training and working out and figure out, okay, if something were to happen, you know, if I had to move things around, what exactly would I do? How exactly would I do that so that I'm still getting the most bang for my buck, right? So for me, for example, this week, I knew that I was not going to do my 5K time trial on Saturday. So that's, you know, that's a hard effort. So I had to sort of manage my week accordingly. So this week was supposed to be Monday, easy recovery, five miles. Tuesday, uh, it was meant to be uh, inclined treadmill work. Wednesday was meant to be a day off. Thursday was meant to be a a 60-minute moderate effort. Friday would have been a cross-training 45 minutes. And then Saturday would have been my 5K time trial mixed in a 15-kilometer or so run. So knowing that I wasn't going to be able to do that on Saturday or that I didn't really want to do that on Saturday, I could have. But the thing is, I'm getting up tomorrow at around 4 o'clock in the morning because i got to pick my parents up at the airport. They land at about 5.30, so I'll make sure I'm there at 5.30. I get it. They won't be out probably until about 7 with customs and everything. But I know I want to be there, you know, with plenty of time. And I know that I'm not going to get up at 3 o'clock to do a time trial. And I also know that the longer I wait to get a time trial done, the least likely, the less likely I'm going to A, do it, or B, perform at my best. So I knew that I wanted to change the day. So what did I do? So I, I looked at my schedule and I figured out what exactly do I need to do to be able to perform at my optimum. optimum. So I did Monday and Tuesday as per normal. Wednesday, I took the day off as per normal. Thursday, I... Instead of doing my 60-minute moderate run, I did my my cross-training. So I did 45 minutes of cross-training. I did some, like a combo on the assault bike, the regular bike, the rower. I did some power walking. Just enough to get my heart rate around 125 to 135, so not a major workout. And that helped me recover, and that didn't push me too far over the edge to do my time trial, to have as much as I could on Friday. Now, I'm in the middle of a block where, you know, we're starting to really mix volume with intensity and speed starting. So, you know, things are sluggish. Things are not fully recovered. You know, Kirk and I agreed that, you know, it's normal. We we knew that going into this time trial, my legs would not be fully recovered. But we want to give everything the best possible chance to do the best possible effort. So that's why instead of doing that moderate effort on Thursday and then, you know, having even more tired legs and a more tired system, because it's not always the legs that, that can change the game. It's your system. It's your, your, uh, your, your aerobic and anaerobic system. If they're too taxed, you know, that's, that's for me, that's sometimes where I get, you know, kerfuffled. Um, so we've now changed that 60 minute moderate effort 
to a 60 minute easy effort that I'll do tomorrow. So it'll be, it'll serve as a bit of a recovery run. And then we'll head into next week as per normal. Now with Zach, so he's put off his long run on the Sunday because he had family over. He knew that he had done a pretty good, you know, effort the week before. So that was a choice that he made because he knew that he was he was able to do that. He wouldn't lose anything right by losing that one day. You know, he's now tweaked his hamstring a little bit. So now he's got to figure out what that means. So in that case, it's not just a time thing. It's a potential niggle injury that could keep him from running. So he made the decision to take a couple of days off rather than push it because that is the smart thing to do. It's better to pay now than pay later because if you pay now, you're not going to pay so much later. The running public, right? I, I reference them every now and then. They, had, they have a great thing. If you pay now, you're going to accrue less interest to pay more later. So in other words, if you're hurting, take a couple days off now rather than having to take a few weeks or months off later. So Zach is very smart. He's very in tune with his body. So that's something that happened. He knows that he's got the marathon coming up in October, the beginning of October. So we're about five weeks away. So he made the decision to cut some of his runs out. And now he'll start going easy, figuring it out, what is coming, how he's going. And he will rebuild what he needs to rebuild. So hopefully it's not too big of an issue for him. I have faith that it, it isn't uh, just because Zach is kind of, he, he's, you know, like I said, he knows his body very well, so he'll be able to come out of it. So in other words, just in general, look at everything that you have going on, figure out what it is in terms of how you can always perform at your optimal level, because there are always going to be things that come up. Injury, family, friends, time, commitments. You know, in a perfect world, we're all full-time athletes. That is not the case for most of us. So, you know, in a perfect world, you can just change everything around and you can change your workouts around, but you, you can't always do that. So you have to have a plan. The, the, the message of today's mini episode, have a plan. Prepare for the worst. You know, just because you're, you're preparing for the worst doesn't mean it's going to happen. It just means that you have a contingency plan if something goes wrong. So, you know, we all want to live in the bubble where everything's going to go right and we're going to have this perfect training block leading up to our A race. But that's not always going to happen. So you want to be able to pivot when stuff happens and you want to be able to pivot in, turn, uh, in such a way that it doesn't affect your future training. So it doesn't throw you for too much of a loop. So I'll leave that there. I hope to have Zach uh, over or doing a Zoom recording session in the next, hopefully, few days, next week. Hopefully, we'll have a full episode out, and uh, we'll, we'll see what we want to talk about then. I'm sure we have some more things that we want to talk about, of course, leading up to our big A race, the Melbourne Marathon. So, you know, we're both learning things, as always, on our training journey, and we want to make sure that we can educate everybody else, well, at least talk about our experiences you can take about you can take from that what you will 
So on our next episode, we will have something to share and we'll talk a little bit about something that can benefit you as always in this training leading up to the Melbourne Marathon. So look, thank you everybody for listening to this mini episode of the Breaking the Barrier podcast. I hope to see you out there on the roads, the trails, and the treadmills going above and beyond what you ever thought possible. We'll catch you next time.